This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, it's it, it, the war's over. The war's over, Larry. We lost. It's, they're never getting rid of it. It's over. We lost the battle. You have to know when you've lost the battle, we've lost the battle. I don't see how I don't I don't understand why they keep doing it. I just don't. They don't. I they don't. They don't. the people running the sport aren't. They don't care what the people who are the um, fans of the sport care. They don't care about them. I know. They're I know. just thinking about well, we we don't want to have these long extra inning games. We, it doesn't matter what the fan the fans will be there no matter what. No matter what they do to us, we're we're addicts. We're just gonna yeah. keep coming back for more. So. Uh, they, they snuck it in. They said, oh, it's just going to be for this year. It's mm-hmm. like everything else. Every other rule they stick in there. Oh, it's just going to be for this. It's just gonna, re- instant replay. It's just going to be to fix the egregious call, Larry. Right, right. Not all the time. Just and then it, it, it morphs into we have to get every single play right every single time. And if it takes us 10 hours to look at each individual play, we'll take it 10 hours. Right, because we've got to get it right. We gotta get it right, and they still yeah. don't get it right. <laughs> it's still wrong. It's still wrong. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, hey, good evening, guys. How's it going? Jose, what's going on, man? I'm happy about the Knicks win. I think uh, they played. I thought they played very well. It was nice to see that um, Brunson had a fantastic game, and I think the the Hart trade was definitely a great great pickup. He definitely knows how to be a good equilibrium between Brunson and Randall with having experience working with both of them and. If you know, and and if RJ goes to the bench, like you mentioned earlier, Larry, I don't think it will be the end of the world for him because it looks like he is taking a step back where he's losing confidence in himself because he's now getting exposed on a couple of defensive plays that he really shouldn't be getting exposed on. You know, Jose, I think, and, and it happens to a young player, and thanks for the phone call, is you end up taking one side of, of your game to the other side of your game, Gordon. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's not able to get anything going offensively, he he he's he's trying. To, he looks for people sometimes. Sometimes he feels I got to get involved. He tries to get himself involved. He forces up bad shots, and I think it's hurt him on the defensive end too. And you know, I don't know. He, he walked off the court, went to the locker room. I mean, is he is he injured again? Is, is there something going on? I mean, I just don't know. He's just he's just not playing well, Gordon. He just isn't. Yeah, we've never really gotten to the bottom of what the issue is. Uh, it, and it's kind of been there all season long. I mean, we've been talking about this really from from jump, from the start of the season. And and there's been times where it seems like things have, have leveled out some, mm-hmm. but he has obviously taken a major step back here and uh, on both sides, right, offense and yeah. defense. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm not really sure – uh, what the issue is is it a is it a coaching thing is it is it confidence it's probably a little bit of both but uh, it, it's something if you are someone who wants to see the Knicks have a real chance right let's say with the Nets now taking a step back and the heat being where they're at if you want to see the Knicks do something come playoff time to where they're at least in a series that forget about win a series in a series I think they have to have a much better version of R.J. Barrett to do that. They definitely do, Gordon, because defensively they're going to do some things when you get to the postseason. If you get to the postseason. Mm -hmm. Teams are going to do some things. Listen, they're not going to let Brunson beat them. 
and they're going to try to do some things to keep the ball out of Randall's hands, you're going to need another scorer in that front line of the starters. And he's the guy. He's the guy that they got the big money contract. He's the guy that's got to take a step and get his game and his head together because right now they're not. And the the more he the longer he plays like this, the more pressure he feels to try to get himself going. And I'm just saying, with Josh Hart playing the way he's playing and getting the amount of minutes that he's getting, I mean, Gordon, the minutes are coming from some, from somebody. Yes, they are. Okay, McBride's already. You, you haven't seen him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, Grimes' numbers are down, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, if it's if it's a defensive situation. Thibodeau will go with Grimes before he'll go with Barrett, and he'll put Hart in. So it, it's it's a if if Hart continues to play the way he's playing, of course. So that's this that's what we're looking at right now. He's got to get his game together, and he doesn't have a lot of time to do it. Yeah, and and Hart. I mean, other people have said it. They said it when they made the trade. He is like if if Tibbs could cook up a player in a lab. Oh, I mean, this is the kind of guy he would want, and it's not the type of situation. With Tibbs, that it's just, well, we'll just see how the, we'll give, uh, we have to have a little patience. We have mm-hmm. to take our time. We have to, no, if, 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 if Hart plays anywhere close to this, but mostly if RJ continues to play where, that's the real issue. Yeah. He's got to play significantly. It doesn't really almost matter how Hart plays. RJ's got to play better to, uh, to warrant the minutes that he usually gets, I think. No question about it. Spikes in St. Pete. Hey, coach, what's going on? Good to hear you. I have a little technical problem here. My phone died, so I'm on my wife's phone. Just to, I got to call the boys, I said. That was a beautiful win. And uh, the other Beaver and I, before the game, said he says they should blow him out in the fourth quarter. We really know this team. Hart is a terrific get, and he's always been traded for top players. As you, I'm sure you looked at the yep. uh, line, line list there. Uh, and uh, the guy will be the odd man out, unfortunately, for a while. Tibbs is stubborn, as you know what, boys. And um, it's kick and play. We knew we could play Villanova. Brunson is killing me now, Gordon. He's so good. He, you know, when we said initially, did we overpay a little bit for him? <laughs> I mean, if anyone was ever deprived of being an all-star, I, I mean this. You yeah. know I'm not biased. I got biased bone in my body. This kid is he's so calm. And he's intense. You know, he got pissed off at Randall a couple of times, and he missed a couple of game winners. But uh, it's 40 years since Mark Jackson. And, Larry, you know a little better than me. Maybe you were too, Gordon. You're 51 or so. Yep. Is he the best point guard since Mark Jackson? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, probably. Okay. I'd say well, so. It's not, yeah. it's not so. a deep list. I'd say <laughs> well, we, 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 know, we know that when you have Alonzo Trier on that list. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is this team is compelling. They're fun to watch. They make things interesting. And, you know, listen, with all the calls and all the notes and all the tweets and all that, Look, Julius Randle's playing great. He really is. He can annoy the hell out of you, but you got to go. You got to see how hard he's playing and hitting the boards. And, you know, he just, he, listen, he brings the ball up on transition. I don't like when he doesn't get the ball back, but the team has a chance. I don't think they'll reach six, though, Gordon. You and I talked about that on a Saturday yeah. show. I don't think they could get there unless Brooklyn fades. And Brooklyn well, look, looks I discombobulated. Mean, that's, a, that's a major question. I mean, that yeah. is a major question. I don't think they're going to fade, but. Seeing what you saw tonight in the fourth quarter makes you feel a lot better about the chances of it happening. Absolutely. All right, boys, I'm going to listen and try and get my phone fixed. All right, Spike, thanks for checking in. I'll say this about Brooklyn, Gordon. Um, They're not bad. No. And they just need, if if Mikael Bridges can be closer to the Bridges he was against Philly, 
mm-hmm. than the one he was tonight. If they could find a way where he could lock in, I was talking to Joe Leo about it. If they could lock in where he could give you, if you could rely on him for 15 to 20 points a night, Gordon, that would really help them out. The issue that Jacques Vaughn is going to have is, is two things. First of all, he's got to get this rotation going because now guys don't know when they're going to play. Right, Cam Thomas was he was he was you know great as forty points you know he was rolling. Mm-hmm. I mean you know he hardly played today. What, what I mean he played what, twenty he, minutes. Twenty minutes. Yeah. I mean you know he had, he was two of eight. So you know you got to get you got to settle that rotation down once again during the All Star break they'll get that squared away. Uh, Cam Johnson I think is very good. I remember him in Phoenix as well. I think he'll be okay. He's he's a little better defensively than I thought, and he can shoot the three. He'll be okay. Finney Smith is good. They'll they'll be okay. The thing they have to do is, and this is going to be tough, Spencer Dinwiddie has got to find a way to balance out when he can score and when he's got to get other people involved. And what's happening is he he's looking at the floor right now, and he's like, I can take this on my own. And that's not how it's going to be done. And you got guys like Wantanabe who killed the Knicks a couple of times, Gordon. Only played four minutes. So they gotta get that they gotta get that rotation going a little bit. But they're not once again, as we said before, considering the situation with both Kyrie and KD, they did not come out shorthanded. They got you because you, you weren't gonna get equal value. No. They got they they did very well for themselves on those trades. They did. They did well for themselves long term. The short term yeah. is gonna be rough. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, one guy you did not mention there was uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. And, well, and, and what? Who? Yeah. I mean, what? What they're ever going to get out of that guy? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, two points in 13 minutes. He missed a couple of layups, and he was right under the basket and didn't want to shoot. I just, I don't know what's going on with him. If he could just get out of his own head, and he's got to give them something, Gordon. He's got to give them something. It's, I just don't – I'm lost. If I'm, I'm Jacques Vaughn, I, I know that you have to coach everything, and he's probably the most talented player that yeah. they have if yep. you could ever unlock him in some oh. way. But it almost kind of feels like a Zach Wilson situation for Jacques Vaughn where he's like, you know what, I got too much other stuff yeah. to worry about right now to, to, to figure out the enigma that is Ben Simmons <laughs> because with Ben Simmons it doesn't feel like there's anybody that will ever figure that out. You're right about that. Hey, the New York Islanders' 50th anniversary season continues with celebrations and giveaways all season long at the UBS Arena. ESPN New York wants to make you part of this historic season, so enter to win. Two free tickets to see the Islanders face off against the Pittsburgh Penguins at home on the 17th of February. How? Just download the ESPN New York app, scroll down the contest, and submit your entry. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Be sure to visit NewYorkIslanders.com for team news, tickets, and more. And catch every Islanders game live on the Islanders stream, heard only on the ESPN New York app. When we return, Gordon and I will break down the Super Bowl. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. 98.7 ESPN and Gordon, I got to tell you, we'll get to the calls in, in a second. When he got hit mm. and he was limping, off the barely making it off to the sideline, I was like, "No, nah, this is the uh, no, we, we, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good." Uh, and he was able to. I think the long halftime helped him. You know, the thought of oh, he's going to be off, it's going to stiffen him up. No, they they 
They could do anything they wanted to do on that ankle during that halftime. And that's what they did, and he came back out and, you know, played well. Uh, when you look at it, give credit to the, to, the, to the Kansas City offensive line, Gordon. We were all talking about it, and I'm guilty. I raised both my hands. I just thought that Philly's defensive front would, be, would just run circles. Not that they would be dominant, okay, but I thought that they would be able to pressure Mahomes a little bit more than they did, and the offensive line held pretty much just about all game. Well, I mean, we talk about quarterbacks probably more than anything else yes. in sports. And you know, the, the league has got a bunch of young ones now, and we rank them all the time. Is, is Burrow two? Is Josh Allen two? Is, is Allen now three? Is Herbert, where does he rank? Where does this one go? Where does that one go? There's no question, though, who's number one. Nope. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's the yes, best he guy. Is. And that was just uh, an unbelievable performance because you're right, Larry. He goes down, he's wincing in pain, and I looked at the TV and I went, rut row. This is uh, <laughs> this game very well might be over because it's ten points at the time. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's one of the scores came on a on a defensive play, so it really could have been twenty four seven at that point. Yep. And then they come out of the second half, man. And to me, the story of the game is the fact that the Eagles' defense, this pass rush, the 70 sacks, all this type of stuff, I didn't really feel like they even got a sniff of them in the second half. Now, I've only watched the game the one time live, so I haven't gone back and watched it yet a second time. I generally do in the course of the week because I've got nothing else to watch in terms of football. <laughs> but it didn't really feel like they ever got a beat on him, and he just – they ate up – the Chiefs in the first half. They did whatever they, did. they wanted. They and in the second half, it was completely the Chiefs offense that ate up the Eagles defense. And that was the story of the game. So it was a good game. Uh, unfortunately, it had to be marred with that call at the end. Yeah. On, on, the, on that call on Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, Smith mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people have talked about it today. Well, it, it was a foul. He said it was a foul. It was all the, That's not the point of whether or not it's a foul. Games get called a certain way. And you can call them however you want, but you have to have consistency. So it's almost like in baseball, if you're not giving the guy the low strike, you can't strike out the slugger on the low strike in the ninth inning. you got to keep it consistent. And they were letting them play the entire game. Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster complained at another point about, a, uh, I think it was in the first half, mm -hmm. about a play that he felt was, was uh, pass interference or defensive holding or whatnot. To throw the flag at that point and essentially decide the game is just so weak. Uh, and it was infuriating because it really did kind of spoil what was a really great Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to tell you, Gordon, um, I hear what you're saying and I get it. But what do you expect? The referees have been – the officials have been inconsistent all year. Yeah. And so no. this is what they this – is, this is who they are. This is what they do. And I hear it. You're right. It would have it been perfect. If you swallow the whistle and, and we'll see what happens there. And let's see. They, yeah, they hit the field goal. And now Jalen Hurts, who was tremendous, by the way, in the game yesterday. Fantastic. Tremendous. Uh, then he gets another shot. We see what happens. And then we go down, you know. And, and so I get it. I do. But um, for me, I thought, I thought that I didn't think Bradbury had to do that. You know what I'm saying, Gordon? I don't you know, think he had to. I don't right. think he even had to grab him at all. I think that that ball would. It was one of the few times when you go back and look at it, Gordon. I think it's probably one of the few times 
in the game where Philly actually got near Mahomes. And so he had to get rid of it before he wanted to get rid of it. And so I don't think Bradbury had to hold him. I think Bradbury thought he got away, and so he grabbed him. He says, I don't want the official to catch I think he wanted it because he was afraid he was going to score the seventh. Probably, yeah. I, I mean, look, the, the game's on the line at that point. It's a yeah. huge, it, it's the up until that point. That is at that moment the biggest play of the game because if you can get the ball back there after yep. them kicking a field goal, or I mean, yep. the guy already missed one field goal. Who That's knows? Right. That's right. Uh, to me, that is just such a weak call. It I was is, watching yeah, the yeah. game with my son, and I said, "I said, Jack, it is just as well the Dolphins are not in this game because <laughs> if, the, would if that had happened anymore. to the Dolphins, Daddy would go on a murder spree. I mean, I would have." <laughs> <laughs> nobody would have slept on the block no one would have heard i would have been the old man 20 years from now still muttering yeah. to himself yelling at the sky yeah. because that was just to me that was such a horrendous call when you were not calling it that now look if you call it that way the whole game fine yeah. mm-hmm. but you weren't calling it and, and nobody wants you to call it the way the nfl doesn't want you to call it that way the whole game so that tells you they don't want you to call it that way in the final minute, and and it's only fitting that something like that happened after Roger Goodell saying the other day yeah. about the officiating has never been better. Never right? been better. Never been better. Then. And, never and, been better. And by the way, neither has the groundskeeping. Oh my God! <laughs> what did they do? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Guys slipping and sliding, changing cleats. For the oh Super Bowl. Oh, my God. In the Super Bowl, only the, the most important game that they'll all That's play in. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing. Hey, Gordon, Travis Kelsey's always open, isn't he? He's always open. I, I was surprised they didn't go to him more often in the game. but They nobody, used him. Nobody's able to explain it either because Burkhardt even said, you know, people are sitting at home saying that guy seems like he's always open, and they're showing the replay of it, and he is always – I mean, it's amazing. He's always open. He is – he is one of the great uh, – he's put himself in the conversation of one of the great all-time tight ends. You know, yes. Gronk or, or Tony Gonzalez or whoever you want to put Shannon. in that. Shannon Sharp, Antonio mm-hmm. Gates, whoever you want to have in that group. Yeah. He is certainly part of that group now. He is. He is. But they use him. You know, you, he draws attention. So, you, you know, you got to yeah. – you double him, and then that's how – I'm sure Giant fans are like, oh, so thanks, Kadarius Tony. You didn't do that when you were here. Oh, are you uh, kidding? They love Kadarius Tony. He's, he almost single-handedly beat the Eagles. You know, so they'd make that trade every day of the week and twice on Sunday to get that. I know, I know. There's no doubt about it. So you know, he, you know, and they made the same. They went to the same place. I'll say this: we talk a lot, Gordon, during the regular season, uh, a lot, of, mostly about the Jets. I think because last year, I think Brian Dable showed you that he was really good coaching wise mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. good with adjustments. What you saw Andy Reid do in the second half, that's that's adjustments. That's what you call making adjustments at halftime, Gordon, because they came right out, like you said, and they marched right down the field. And I think moving the you know, the the, the penalty call late aside, I think that's where the game turned. Yeah. Because they were able to march right down the field. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, yeah, we're here. And then uh, Kansas City was only only allowed a field goal that let them get back. Even though I mean they, what did what did they? It was like 17 plays. The Eagles had like 19 plays. They were just they held the ball forever, and they always get these third and twos or third and because they do so great on first and second down. So the third and one and the third and two. So you know that hurts. That's why he's able to get 
<laughs> so he's able to get them all the time because they're third and one. They're like an inch. Yeah, uh, and their running game was a major factor early on, especially Hurts' ability to run uh, because it just it allowed them to keep Kansas City off the field. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it felt like we got to about five minutes to go in the first half. It barely felt like the Chiefs were even on the field. I know. But they were about eight minutes for the first half? Only yeah. eight minutes, something like that? Yeah, something like that. I mean, they were doing whatever they wanted, and I'm not saying it's to the level of the um, the Falcons Super Bowl. Right. But right. it's not far off, man. Double-digit lead at halftime yeah. of a Super Bowl yeah. where your quarterback does that yeah, and you lose the game? Yeah. Your defense, boy, they got to look themselves in the mirror because they Stop. got eaten up and spit out on the other side in that second they did. half. They did. It, it, uh, and nobody expected that. You knew it was going to be a close game, mm-hmm. right? But you didn't expect the way that game went, where Philly dominated time of possession, dominated the plays, scored that well. It's like Kansas City had no answer for that. And then the first all of a sudden, half, yeah, yeah, yeah the first no, absolutely. Half, they flipped the switch, and then it's like totally different. It's totally different. It's crazy. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll get your calls next on ninety eight seven ESPN. Thank you. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Washingtonville. What's up, Eli? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Uh, listen, man, I'm a I'm a giant, diehard Giant fan, and I hate, hate, hate the Eagles. And I still think that call was bad because, listen, the, you couldn't even see the jersey being tugged. He just tapped the guy's hip. Like, it, and to make that call at at that point was egregious. It was just, it was, it should not have been called at all. And then right now is the topic of of the the next day, but uh, you know that's the NFL. But uh, listen, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes. You know the guy. I don't know. He's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But look, last night he's shown walking off regularly and, and, and saying that he had an ankle injury. He was just walking around regularly after the game. And and this is the second time they get away with with the call. Like they don't you remember Cincinnati? They're not even supposed to be there. There was two third downs where they got they got away with calls, and then you see Roger Goodell hugging on on, on chief players right after the game. So what and it just saying, doesn't you think look it's good. Fixed, Eli. You're saying that uh, the, the, uh, the fix is in. Listen, I I don't know, but the, the referee saved them twice. It looks it looks like the you know the Chiefs colors are are, are red, white, and black and white also. At least for the Super Bowl in this game and in the, and the playoffs of Cincinnati. All right, Eli, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Thanks for the phone call. I, I, I don't think the fix is in. I'm not ready to go that far. No. Um, this is what we're going to deal with now. Now yes, with gambling absolutely. being as big as it is, yes, everybody's going to say the fix is in. Yeah, and, and you know, that's something they got to be concerned about, Gordon. The integrity of the game is all you have. Yeah. The integrity well, of the game <laughs> is all you got. <laughs> they care about it, too. <laughs> to, to, to Everything's got a price, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're making how much? Yeah. Yeah, they'll get over it. Integrity, schmegrity. Yeah, they'll get over don't it. Yeah, they'll get uh, over uh, it. Thanks, YouTube, for promoting the fact that you've got uh, the Sunday ticket, too, by the way. Just a reminder <laughs> during the game. You know what's funny? You're, you sit there and you watch these commercials, right? And, and maybe there's one that you like. Maybe there's ones that you don't like. You think you, the company wasted money. Can you remember one ad and what the product was the next day? No. 
And like I remember the worse. I, I remember the Will Ferrell car ad with the zombies. I know it was an ad for a car. I don't know what mm-hmm. kind of car it was. Right. Uh, I remember the Breaking Bad uh, commercial. I I know that's for popcorners, but I, that's only because I love Breaking Bad. So that I guess was an effective ad, uh, even though I think they probably could have done that at another time, and I would have still seen the ad. They had a bunch of ads, and I gotta be honest, I don't remember a single product that they were selling. The, uh, I know John Travolta was singing, but I don't know right, why. Right, yeah. I don't know. I think it was for a phone company. I'm not sure which one. Well, judging from the guy that was in there, it had to be T-Mobile because I've seen his face a lot. Okay, there you go. So Maybe it was T-Mobile, was, right? You know, but, but for me, I was just – because I was over at, at a good friend's house watching the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like – I said to them, what happened to the days of Bud, Wise, Er, with the frogs? I knew what sure. that was. I knew what that was. It was about beer. I knew. I got it. I got it. It, it was clear. It was clear. I just, it was like, what are you doing? That's for what? What are you, what? Why? Who is it with? Is They got to do a better job. And listen, <laughs> for the amount of money they spent. They oh, my. <laughs> people were flushing things down the toilet. M&M's had, a, had, had an ad, uh, something about the, 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 the M&M's were made of clams or something. I'm like, <laughs> what, what are we doing? Do the M&M people have so much money they're just flushing it down the toilet now? It's unbelievable. Wow. It's yeah, really very bad. strange. It very is strange. really bad. It is, and But here's the one. Th- I don't know what it was for. Mm-hmm. But I, yes, I do. It was for Workday. I haven't heard Ozzy Osbourne talk that plain in 20 years. <laughs> I, I, that might have been that might have been uh, special <laughs> effects. That might have been deep fake technology, Larry. That might, <laughs> that might have been AI. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know that that was definitely Ozzy's voice. Uh, Ozzy was like. What? I understand yeah. what he says. They might they might have had to bring in Rich Little for that one. If, if Rich Little is still somewhere out there. one 800 919 in the Bronx. Hey, Booty, you're next on 98.7. Hey, guys. You know, that was a very entertaining game. But um, that call at the end, was, it was, not only was it tough, you know, I had to stop. It. My wife is in here throwing stuff. I haven't seen her like that in years, man. Mm, <laughs> I, don't, wow. I don't know who she wanted to get more this last week, the refs or Jason Whitlock. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 man, listen, it's been crazy, right? But, um, you look, man, you know, from the game takeaways, I mean, you know, Rihanna, look, absolutely beautiful baby bump and all that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, being up on that pedestal thing coming down, I was just hoping, God forbid, it wasn't no Owen Hart type of thing happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, that looked I dangerous, did. man, to I be did. quite I honest. I she was strapped in, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. You know, just you be strapped in. I'll be up there, man. I'll be crying like a baby. I'm scared uh-huh. of heights. Yeah. That, that, that was, woo, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, look, like I said, I was disappointed the Eagles lost. I mean, we could blame it all on that last call of the game all you want. The Eagles were known all year for having a great offensive line and a great defensive line. I mean, outside of Jalen Hurts, they couldn't run the football, and they got absolutely no pressure on Mahomes. I mean, you could make the case that aside from that fumble by Hurts, which was actually – really crucial to the game, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he outplayed Mahomes, if you, if you think about it. You know, he gave you, you know, everything. He gave you running touchdowns. He gave you passing touchdowns. Some of those throws that he made, to, that, that throw to the sideline that got it. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a dime ball right there. Yep. And it clearly, to me, you know, you got Mahomes at number one, and you got Burrow at a close number two. Now for that three, everybody wanted to say it was Josh Allen, and I love him a lot too, but uh, I think <laughs> Jalen Hurts played his way up in there. It's a discussion at the very least. But, um, you know, one thing too, and I guess it relates to the last call of the game or whatever, is for me the game was exciting and I enjoyed it. But, you know, as a 
like a true traditional football fan, like all, like all of these games nowadays, with all the rules, the, the way they've changed them, they're getting exactly what they want. I mean, the marginal fan is more interested in the game. The games are much, you know, closer than they used to be. But, you know, I popped on. I had DVR last week, you know, the Bullies of Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw and that. when I turned that on today and I watched that, I got to be honest with you, I'm a little nostalgic for that type of football, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking at, like, not only just the way that the game was played and, and how the defenders and, and, the, and the offensive player were at least on equal footing, and then, you know, you hear the late and the very great Dick Ember. I mean, mm. for me, guys, I mean, growing up as an AFC guy, an AFC fan, you know, 70s, 80s, I mean, Dick Emberg was the man, man. I mean, I love that dude, man. I mean, it didn't make a difference who you had him with. Merlin Olsen, mm-hmm. Bob Trumpy. I mean, you know, it, it really, Phil Simms when he first came out. I mean, you know, those were the days, man. And, and there's nothing wrong with a 17-14 win or, you know, a 17-10. I, I don't need 40 to 43. I, I don't know. Just my humble opinion, man. Oh, my. How about that, Buddha? How about that, Dick Enberg and his his fabulous calls? He 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 was great, Gordon. He was. And yes, it's it's different football now. It's and, and we talk about that, and they were talking about you know winning the Super Bowl, you know, in that fabulous year where they were just an unbelievable defensive team. What was that Gordon? Like twenty years? It's a long time ago now. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it doesn't feel like somebody will say like a random year, and you'll be ah. I'm a, that wasn't so long ago. Yeah, and it's like wow, somebody was, it was so long somebody uh, was asking me. I think it was um, who, who was uh, who was texting me? I can't, I can't remember who was texting me, but uh, they said about the thing about the best New York first year for a free agent. Mm-hmm. Oh, Victor Cruz. Yeah, They're like ah, oh, that wasn't this old. It was twelve years ago. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's already twelve years ago. So yeah, these things go. You know, the thing with the NFL is, I, I just feel like they they made the rules so complex. Think about. Any other sport having a specific person on just to explain the rules. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is a sport that's cricket or diving, you know, something we don't watch regularly. We don't know the rules. This is something we're watching all week, all year, yeah. week right. in, week out. And yet we still have to have somebody come in and explain the rules to us because they're so complex. So, um, to me, the the that final call it does kind of mar the 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 product that you are watching because you it's almost like the great movie that ends with a bit of a thud at yeah. the end. Yeah, I, the NFL needs to go back and they need to do several things. Can we all agree what a catch is? Can, no. can we just can we get can we just nope. get that? They'll done? change it. They'll ch- as soon as we as soon as we all agree, Larry, they'll I change mean, it to something else. I mean, well, he moved. It, it moved a little bit. Mm-hmm. It juggled. It jiggled. It, the nose of the football touched the ground, but maybe, but, but, you know, and it's just, it's, it's, it's too exhausting. Hard. And the funny it's thing you want to, you talk about going back and watching the Ravens or what, go back and watch some of the early Super Bowls. Guys were catching the ball. It was flying out as soon as they touched the end zone. Yep. Not, touchdown, no problem. That's right. Now it's you have to you have to carry it to the sidelines and hand it to somebody with your right hand <laughs> and make sure that they hold on to it and then it's a catch. And now you don't even have to get into the end zone. It, it's over the plane. Yes, it just reaches over the plane. And sometimes you're out of bounds, but the ball is in bounds. It's over the. It's it's just. Well, look, Larry. It's, it's funny. It's such a all this high tech stuff. All these different cameras, and we're still measuring first downs with a chain, two <laughs> sticks and a chain. 
<laughs> it's like, we, you know, we have these giant skyscrapers and it's still two guys yeah. in a bucket. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, up at the side cleaning the windows. It's We got it's cameras in the air on string yes. over the field. But right. we got two chains on the sidelines. Right. Two, the, the chain on the sidelines with two sticks. And a guy's measuring the, where the spot is with his foot. That's progress. Yeah, yeah that's progress. That's oh, no, progress. He's, he's down right here. Well, there was 17 people on top. Oh, no, I, I saw it. I saw it perfectly. It's right here. That and the other thing, Gordon, 12 people pushing somebody in the, in the back. Right. To move, to get the, <laughs> well, see, I like that. I like that rule. It should be, you have to get you like like, it. it's things change. out of it. Yeah, you it's have to. It's going to change. Yeah, you well, know it's probably, change. yeah, probably. You I like the – like let, let's let's scale everything back. If you can push somebody forward and they get forward, fine. That's good. Yep. I don't have a problem with that. They're going to change it because you don't have a problem with it. That's the first thing to go. Yeah. First thing yep. to go. On the get rules rid of it. Committee. We're going to replay it, guys. Let's That's replay right. some more stuff. It's going to be you can have one person push you, but not more than two. <laughs> exactly. And they can only if one pushes you with their right hand, the other person has to push you with the left hand. It only can be two hands, and they cannot be the same hand. That's right. Otherwise, it's a fifteen-yard penalty. <laughs> Let's go to Dean Blandino to explain the hands. 1-800-919-3776. We'll come back and take your calls on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.